0: Hey guys, it's David. Uh, so I'll keep this intro pretty brief, because all the movie stuff that I saw will be covered in my uh, longer-than-usual uh, discussion with Ryan Gallagher from Criterion Cast because we were both in for the Sony panel, which was Total Recall, Looper, and Elysium, kind of the big movie stuff of the day. Um, And, uh, it seems like the story this year is the long lines. People are, I don't know, getting wise, I guess, and, um, lining up extra early and making it difficult for people who aren't fucking crazy to get into the bigger panels. But I did get in for Sony, and, uh, so did Ryan, and we talk about it on this episode, and, um... it it was a good day other than that I saw the Adult Swim stuff which I'll probably discuss uh, at more length over on uh, previously on 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 that podcast when I get back when Sean and I to our next episode I'll, uh, I'll devote my new segment to a to a Comic Con wrap up um and uh then this evening was the Slash Film Meetup so getting to meet up with some some cool other writers but uh Basically, everything movie wise will be covered in the discussion with Ryan Gallagher, which you will hear uh, immediately. So, thanks. Bye. Hey guys, it's uh, David here at Comic Con, uh, day two official. It's Friday, uh, Friday the 13th, and I'm here with Ryan Gallagher from CriterionCast.com. Hey David, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty well, as you know. I've been with you for hours. Um, uh, And I I actually have some concrete movie stuff uh, to report. Uh, Or at least, I don't
1: know if it's really reportage. It's more about editorializing, you know. Yeah, no, i mean i guess it's reporting in that we've seen footage that other people haven't seen i think by the time these people are listening to this podcast that they've seen it or seen other like news
0: about it this is more a sort of reflection on it that's true uh so the thing that i'm talking about when well, i we were, um, i got in slightly before you did and caught the very end of the resident evil retribution thing but it was i was just at the q a point i didn't see anything yeah. noteworthy no but
1: i don't think we were expecting anything <laughs> out of that
0: yeah uh, you know what this is a bit, a bit of a diversion. But even though I don't care about the Resident Evil movies, I am a little bit bummed that they sort of abandoned the like narrative of their subtitles because it was Resident Evil. Yeah. Now it's all... Then it was no. Then it was apocalypse. Then extinction. Then afterlife. So it's all like a thing. And now retribution. I don't know.
1: They should have called it resurrection because they're bringing back characters who were killed. They're saving that one for the, the like you know the last of the, all the movies. Right. I, yeah. The one thing I did see uh, did hear
0: is um, the Paul W S Anderson saying that he thinks this movie is the beginning of the end for
1: the franchise. <laughs> I'm Not sure how many more he's expecting, but you would think the fifth one would be petering out but this is just a big- beginning of the end. I thought you were uh, going to say that maybe they were doing all our words. For some reason, I was thinking, like, maybe I thought that it was already a Resurrection one, but...
0: No, but I mean, they're bringing back characters
1: who were killed previously, so this uh, Resurrection one makes sense for this one. Well, but we haven't seen the movie yet, so maybe there is a, a theme of Retribution in the movie that, that is right. deeply woven into
0: all of the characters. But I'm just saying, uh, divorced from the films, if you just look at the titles, they tell a little story, Yeah. and now Retribution doesn't fit into that.
1: No, uh, we have no. to see the whole
0: story. Before you can say that, I think. All right, obviously, I'm not going to spend any more time on the Resident uh, movie subtitles. But I, what we did see was the Sony panel, which was uh, Total Recall remake, directed by Len Wiseman, uh, Looper, directed by Ryan Johnson, and Elysium, directed by Neil
1: Blomkamp. So let's go chronologically. What did you think of the uh, Total Recall stuff? Uh, I, I thought it looked fun. I thought it looked fun in the way that movies like The Fifth Element and, you know, Blade Runner and all the movies that this movie is kind of uh, stealing from or... Being derivative of uh, but it's I think it still looks fa- like fast enough and s- Slick enough and smart enough for me to have fun in it. I don't think it will. I I can appreciate that people think that it's that is derivative or that it's going to be too just a straight photocopy of the original one with all of the fun taken out of it. Uh, but I still love sci-fi so much that I will in I will read it or you know you know in theory like basically like read the read this cheap pulp book and you know throw it away when I'm done. But I think it'll still be fun in the way. That I have cheap, you know, nine-dollar Blu-rays at home that I will throw in every once in a while, like the Aliens versus Predator movies. Like those are terrible movies, but I I can't stop myself from watching them every once in a while. So. Do you know what yet whether or not the Total Recall remake is rated R uh, or uh, PG-13? Well, I I don't know for a fact, but it seems like PG-13. They've we've everyone has talked about the three boob ali- uh, mutant apparently, and they showed the they showed something that
0: could potentially be it from. It was enough cleavage to yeah. see that, that yeah. oh, she's clearly got three breasts. Uh,
1: but but it, it seems like that's going to be it for the movie. It's just going to be there's lots of nods, lots of winks to the original, and you know, lots of arms getting ripped off in elevators. And,
0: yeah, uh, and, and there was also the part that I noticed in the footage they showed from the original, where he, when he tries to sneak through another person's identity and uh, like gets right. stuck, and there was the lady in front of him. The lady in front of it, was it, it, of like it wasn't, the same, but yeah, yeah, it was misdirection. Okay. The lady in front of him Look, who looked like the lady yeah. from the first film. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that, but I think the, the, the thing, the, those movies you mentioned, Fifth Element and Blade Runner, I, mean, I think Blade Runner is great. Yeah, I that's, think that's kind of separate from Fifth Element. Anyway, but I think to like compare them, but that's but like I think, what this is trying no, to do. No, but I, even so, I think, even though Fifth Element is, uh, it doesn't hold up that well as a whole, I still think it's a crazy movie that I kind of respect just
1: for existing. Maybe I should have included something like iRobot into this world, because yeah. it seems like it's kind of like I, Robot and Fifth Element kind of mixed together. Yeah, but, but,
0: but I'm glad you did Blade Runner because the thing is whether those movies are good or not I mean people like you know we like Blade Runner um, anyway they were in some ways things we had never seen before and I think you use the word derivative to talk about Total Recall and that's really my main problem is not just that it's obviously derivative of the original but that as science fiction I'm not seeing anything in this footage that,
1: that makes me think yeah. it's uh, one of the questions that he was asked was w- which direction are you going to go in? Is it going to be action or mystery or I forget what the third option was, but he said oh, I like the mystery of it, but it doesn't seem like they're playing off of the idea that like, whether or not this is real, like the reality of it. It seems like it's going to be pretty straightforward and that it's going to be, it's clear what the answer is, and it seems like even and maybe I'm misremembering the original one but it seemed like in that one there was still some ambiguity as to whether or not this was like taking place in his head, whether he was really crazy and this was all made up or I don't know like there was still something th- there
0: there is the scene where his like work buddy tries to tell him like right. listen and that was in this footage it was yeah, a uh, poking woodbinding right. in this one um, Who's I don't know if you know that character actor the, the, he's he the black like guy, the guy, guy in Total yeah, Recall he but he's uh, he's a really good actor um,
1: okay let's move on to the thing I would say I'm, came okay, I came like, away you should oh. say though that everyone in the everyone in the hall who I was following at least on Twitter hated it, they, it everyone uh, was crapping online Eiseman. Everyone was like calling for this movie's death, and and then and then everything we saw afterwards was compared. It was like, why did why did everyone leave the panel, you know, the hall when Total Recall was done when they could have seen these other two great sci-fi movies that, that, they, that we saw?
0: Yeah, or at least seen Matt Damon and Jodie Foster, who had both never been to Comic Con before. That's pretty cool. But we'll get to that. That's a tease. Um, yeah next up I would say the thing i 'm most excited about came away feeling the best about would be ryan johnson's looper, um, which even though i didn't like brother's plume very much, I loved brick, I loved the premise of uh of Looper, when I heard it, and and I'm not saying that I'm completely on board that this movie's gonna be great, but based on the footage they showed, I am leaning towards hopeful.
1: Yeah, you? I I hadn't seen the trailer, and it looked really good. It looks like he's I mean he's clearly a very well-read, like studied director who's who knows what he's doing, uh, and he's also a big geek, so he manages to any he, he wants it to make sense, and so he's come up with a you know a concept that he's worked a narrative through, and it's it seems like it's going to be fun. The performances look really great. I mean, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt as as a young Bruce Willis is going to look really good, I think, in the end.
0: Yeah, and he's doing a good Bruce Willis-ish yeah. type of performance without being like, yeah.
1: uh, without it being a, just a straight-up impression. Um, and it was little things too, it was like little like the way that he would like have his eyes kind of squinted, or like you know the way that he would respond, or like movements and things. It wasn't really, it didn't seem like an impersonation, and it didn't seem like he was, it, it was, it didn't seem like anyone was going to laugh at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeff Daniels
0: also. Um, Emily Blunt, whom I'm a a huge fan of. I I don't have any thoughts on her. Um,
1: uh, I don't even know what I've seen her in.
0: Well, even uh, you know, there was a movie last year that was not good that was referenced in this panel called The Adjustment Bureau, that I did not like because it was. I didn't like all the sci-fi, like spiritual bullshit in it, but romantic comedy between Matt Damon and Emily Blunt was fantastic. Like, I would just watch a romantic comedy with those two, I think. I think she's a really naturalistic actress. And she said in this panel that Looper is, like, that she thinks it's the best thing she's been involved in, which is saying a lot because I... She was in... The, I first saw her in a movie...
1: Saw in a movie called My Summer of Love, which I still think is amazing. I don't know if you ever saw that. I, I haven't, but I mean, to go back to your uh, saying that this is the best. This, she said this is the best movie. I mean, like, I don't think you can take that quote from anything at Comic Con. Like, right. They're, when a director is sitting right there, like, you can't. You can't not say that. Right. Right. Something like this. So.
0: Oh, the other thing, and I don't want to like you know, talk, you know trash or whatever, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt saying that. Uh, pretty women usually aren't funny that was kind of oh, that really made me cringe
1: uh, I, he looked kind of nervous and he looked like he was he was saying a lot of things he was saying you know oh it was so different. it was so hard to do this it was hard 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 oh but it wasn't that hard and, you know, or, but it was fun to go to work every day and so it seemed like he was kind of filling the like the silence of the conversation and trying to talk and maybe he was just too excited and he was just saying things and did, wasn't really yeah. funny about what he was saying
0: yeah I'm, I'm, yeah that's probably I'll
1: cut him some slack um He's, he seems like a pretty socially conscious, you know. Uh, I don't think he was trying to be sexist about it. Maybe he was trying to crack. Maybe he was trying to crack a joke. Anything else about luber? Or do you want to move on to Elise? I mean, we should say that the violence looks super real, and it looks very real and brutal and yeah, cringe, cringeworthy, terrifying. Uh, which is the kind of—I mean—I don't want to. That's the kind of violence I respond to because it upsets me, not because I'm a sicko. I'm also curious to see. I mean, the movie, like the present of the movie, seems like it's taking place in the future, and then there's also the future of that of that. Present. Right, Thirty years, I think. And uh, I'm really curious because we at little glimpses of it, and like it's you know supposedly like a terrible you know fascist state, and I'm curious to see like how much of the how much we see of that future versus like you know how much of the movie takes place there and how much we see of that world versus how much is just kind of like referenced by all the characters like Jeff Daniels character was saying that he's from that future so he he must have come back from there um, I don't know if that's a spoiler already, but it, there must, I don't know if that was even in the trailer. But I said it anyway, so I can't go back. Yeah, it's, uh, But it's, it's I think totally it is like it looks it, like a, an original it, story that looks yeah, like it's going to be fun.
0: fun. Um, okay, so Eliseum, uh, which is Neil Blomkamp's long-awaited follow-up to 2009's mm-hmm. District Nine, what I had, um, actually, which I liked but didn't uh, love. How did you feel about District Nine? Uh,
1: I loved it. I, I mean, I I was hoping that he would have gone for. Like the like the the camera like documentary style throughout the whole movie where like it kind of at the in the middle it like shifts from being any, like a faux documentary to being kind of just like a straight action movie and then everyone as as everyone says it becomes a video game like there's lots of shooting and blowing stuff up and you know blowing people up blowing people up and uh, you know giant robots and spaceships and aliens and everything and uh, but and so I definitely can see the criticism there but it's still fun enough for me. To forgive all of that because just because of everything that came before it and because the special effects look good, and I think he uses I like the gritty worlds that he sets these things in, like yeah. setting this in South Africa and then shooting it in the slums, and then with Elysium, all the stuff that they were talking about with shooting in Mexico City and like a garbage shop, yeah, and like the idea that these guys were being like. Covered in, in feces as they were like you know as the helicopters were kicking up dirt. Uh, that sounds that sounds awesome. That sounds like something that that studios wouldn't let directors do. And then you know maybe he didn't. It would just be fun to like be you know his production assistant who's trying to like get money for this movie where you know, like, you know and like did no one complain about that stuff or were they just like they were all on board with this movie? That sounds that sounds cool. It sounds like something that we don't see a lot of. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the
0: story here is it's um, a future where the upper classes. Have left Earth to a sort of man-made uh, space colony thing called Elysium, in all of the and all the lower and I guess it's pretty much just upper class and lower class. The lower classes remain on Earth. Matt Damon is a former criminal, career criminal, um, who. Is now gone straight, working a job. But at his job, he's exposed to some radiation that is going to kill him in five days, and he needs to get to Elysium because that's where they have the cure. So he decides to get back into his life of crime as a way of getting to Elysium. That's kind of as much of the story as I'm willing to yeah. talk about
1: right here. I think I, I got a little bit of a different vibe of what the story was, but that sounds about right. I was I was under the impression that he was that he was about to get out of jail and was kept in jail, and that like he was working in like whatever like work jail thing they had there uh, and that's what well, no, he was exposed to it. The yeah. first thing we saw was
0: uh, yeah. uh, like the robot like scanned his thing and said you have a parole meeting. You have a meeting with a parole officer. Oh, so he's,
1: I think he's uh, to me he was clearly out of jail at the beginning. Oh okay. So I, doing, I, I, for some reason I thought he was still in jail was about to get okay. out and then so got stuck back in. Like
0: okay. Well in any case yeah. he goes back into his life of crime to, to get yeah. to
1: yeah. the to yeah. I mean on, it doesn't seem like it's it seems like it's just a matter of him needing to get to Elysium and the uh, I don't know maybe this is silly to even like hash this stuff out just based on the footage but it seemed like he was I mean he he needs to get there because that will cure his cancer and the people who can help him get there need him to also kind of like pull this job that will you know right I don't know I don't know what their goal is like to maybe expose what's going on but I know what had to do with William Fickner who was not on the panel but' an I really like yeah definitely and I think there was even like audible like applause from at least the people around me and Holly were like well, as soon as he shows up everyone was like oh yes he's awesome like, and I
0: remember uh, a few a, two years ago maybe I was not because I was there to see it I was waiting to go to the super uh, panel um, and I saw Drive Angry that yet. panel and William Fichtner was not there for that panel either I wonder oh. if he's ever been to Comic
1: Con I, uh, I don't know the answer to that but uh, yeah he's clearly a fan favorite people yeah. like William Fichtner um, probably shows up in awesome roles like in The Dark Knight. Oh, and right, like right,
0: right, right. Um, so, uh, as far as Elysium, I uh, have my skepticisms about how, the thing, you basically the stuff you were talking about about oh, District 9, about how sort of loud and showy it becomes, and I, I have my skepticisms based on that. You're a little more
1: hopeful. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's, uh, I think the sci-fi geek in me will forgive a lot in a movie like this just based on the, the quality of the special effects, the like the the ideas that are in it, the kind of pushing the boundaries of what has been seen on on uh, in, in sci-fi movies in general. Just the whole idea of like his, his kind of like mech suit that he has embedded in him. Yeah, it was instead of, cool. Instead of it being like a physical thing, that, like in Iron Man, it's like he's a part of it more, and uh, that looked really cool. And you know, they're cutting into his brain, and all of this like yeah. graphic things. But yeah.
0: well, we haven't talked about the thing that I think you and I both agree is cool, which is Shaltu. Charlotte Copley's character, who is some sort of
1: high-tech hobo samurai assassin. That, that I mean, it seemed like uh, it is awesome, and I hope they. I don't. I don't know how they're going to sell this movie as far as like trailers go and things. How much they're going to reveal because they did a really interesting job with District Nine, where they didn't reveal much of the plot. They were able to uh, keep a lot, of, like the, even just like what the aliens looked like, a secret. They kept the whole like brutal, they, they would they were teasing like the beginning of the movie a lot and didn't really. Get you anything about what the rest of the movie is going to be until Comic Con came around, and then they showed like people blowing up and lots of blood and shooting and stuff. Um, but with this movie, I don't know like what, what they're going to. Sh- I guess we can just talk about it because if you're listening to this, like hopefully you don't care about us revealing all the stuff that we saw because that's what you're listening to. But uh, so it seems like he's being assigned to the task of uh, stopping Matt Damon from getting to Elysium, and he's kind of like you know an unstoppable force in the way. That the the agent was in Serenity, something like that, where he's on, he's on, the, he's on the, you know, he's chasing them down. Um, but but he has a, he has a samurai sword. He's a, you know a dirty bum. He's scraggly, and he he's also kind of looks like he also has mech armor in the way that Matt Damon does, um, yeah. and and a bunch of high tech uh, weaponry that was uh, pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we saw uh, ninja stars that blew up, and uh, all kinds of awesome things. Yeah. So uh, and then
0: uh, Jody Foster, I guess the. The impression I got is that he's hired by Jodie Foster from Elysium. She's
1: she's like in charge of Elysium right. uh, to monitor, watch everything, and make sure that their perfect life is is maintained.
0: Yeah, and I, I actually, uh, I think maybe from a sci-fi and social
1: commentary perspective, and am most interested to see what Jodie Foster's character is about and what her role is. Yeah, uh, it will be interesting because it seemed like, I mean, as we've talked about off the mic, it seemed like he's he definitely uh, he, he can't. With like a shovel instead of a you know like a little brush, Right. and so maybe he's going to be hitting us over the head. It seemed like in the few clips that we heard her talking, it sounded maybe her accent. I wasn't sold on her accent.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, someone said she's doing a French accent. Yeah, it didn't
1: sound I like, maybe it was supposed to be South African. I was thinking Swedish or something like that, but it just seemed like uh, it seemed forced, and it seemed like her all of her stuff is going to be kind of you know the message of the movie. I'm
0: just thinking this now. I wonder at the point that the movie takes. Place how long Elysium has existed because you think eventually
1: everyone's going to, have to talk the same if all the rich people are living in the same yeah, same how, place. I mean um, the logistics of that will be interesting too. Just like is this the first generation of people that have lived there? Do, do, do new people can people buy their way to Elysium? Because like, it was like 2150 was the year. I think. Yeah, and so like, like how does how are the how does how does this operate? Like is it how is it sustained? Basically, I don't know why
0: I said like 2150. It was 2152. I remember it exactly. I don't know why I have to like act like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I am interested in, in the science of Elysium. Uh,
1: and I, but it seems like he's a big enough nerd to where he will probably have thought enough about it to like work out, you know, the history and logistics of it.
0: Well, yeah, even Matt Damon, at the, uh, at the panel was talking about why Elysium is shaped the way it is, which uh, reminded me of Halo. Yeah, was
1: the first thing. I'd a lot thought. of people have said it kind of reminds them of uh, the Rama. The, I forget. Oh, I don't know that. Uh, sci-fi books, basically. But I mean, it seems like he's now with this movie continuing his trend of making like you know he was supposed to be working on the Halo movie and so it's like uh, you know kind of an extension of that it's another video game video gamey storylines video gamey like characters plus you know uh, lots of crazy video game violence uh, it just seems like it's you know he's making the Halo movie without making a Halo movie you know part two uh,
0: alright well that's the stuff we saw today we're here that we're at the slash Film Meetup so we're gonna go actually meet with some people this went on way longer than I thought I thought it'd be like maybe 10 minutes tops and we're coming up on 20. So we're uh, gonna sign off. Thank you for uh, talking to us, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah. Bye.